0: It's time to learn what the hell should we watch this weekend. SteveStebbing.ca is his website. His name also, coincidence, is Steve Stebbing. Hey. What came first, the website or the name?
1: Ooh, uh, that's the mystery.
0: So <laughs> no. was it... So you were like you were, were you like, Hey, my name's Steve Stabbing, I should have hey. a website, Steve Stabbing, or were your parents like, Hey, we've got this extra website called Steve Stabbing. Yeah. Let's yeah. name the kid that.
1: Back in nineteen eighty one, they were like this mm-hmm. website. Well they were has, very advanced. Has, yeah, they were super, super advanced. They should have been so advanced that they should have played the stock market. <laughs> and we would have been doing, having bud? a different How's conversation Penticton. right now. I'm doing Penticton, good in BC. Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, I mean, it rained today, which is weird. Um, but Ooh. but it's like that precursor because it's been gray for the last little bit, so it's like easing us into the fall, the mm-hmm. the, the the dreary fall, and the the seasonal depression of winter coming.
0: mm mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. mm hmm. That's good. Thanks for all people the positivity, Steve. Is. Yeah. People know what that's, that's about, That's what we're
1: here though. for. You know, we, we're, it's all a shared trauma that we go through, so we is might it... as well know that we're not yeah. alone.
0: There's an awful lot of people listening right now going, I wish I lived in the weather in Penticton. Come on.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's lessening, so still not all horrible. Right. Like, we're uh, still above 20.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's not horrible. You need to look at a weather map of the rest of the country, my friend. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve is an expert of movies and TV shows. Let's get started with bros. So what's happening? Didn't you guys have an announcement? This is a little unexpected,
1: but we are in a throuple situation. You're in a throuple Let me tell you what's progressive now. Being alone. I love my life. I love my freedom. I
0: love my independence. That's kind of sad that I don't want to be in a throuple. I don't even want to be in a couple. (laughs) Okay, before you start, Steve Stebbing, we need to go to the millennial Ryan O'Donnell and get clarity of this this young person term about what is a (laughs) throuple. Crickets. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's working on it. His eyeballs are really big. Did you break your microphone? Um, Okay, so here's the thing. I have no idea what a throuple is, dude. No clue. You don't?
1: No, I don't. Hold on. BK lives in downtown uh, Vancouver.
0: He's probably in a throuple every weekend.
1: No. I I don't like people. I couldn't handle two of them at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I can weigh in on this. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh,
0: There are all the swingers in Penticton. Steve Stebbing. what's a throuple?
1: It's a three-way couple. It's a it's a couple that was a couple, and then they bring somebody else into it. It's a throuple. But I mean, it's, but it's like a, it's not
0: like a it's not a side piece or anything like no, that. No, no, it's no. literally you a all couple share. with three people.
1: You all yeah, share. You it's think. a it's a it's a sort of polyamory, but I think it's all yeah, at the same yeah. time. Like you share all. It's it's a throuple. It's yep. it's not just it's the a couple, couple. It's 3 person
0: Anyway. Yeah. This relationship advice brought to you by Steve Stebbing. Tell us about bros.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is kind of your the first like big. Um, gay rom-com and, and kind of doing the the cliche route of, of what rom-coms are heterosexual rom-coms but in 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 a gay in a gay storyline uh, Billy Eichner is the star of this one he also co-wrote it with Nicholas Stoller and uh, Luke McFarlane plays the love interest in this uh, two uh, gay men that are really not into relationships but find that they want to make it work with each other. And um, it's like really heartfelt. feels genuine. The chemistry between uh, Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane is so great. And uh, it's also extremely, extremely funny. And it's also really cool because the entire cast in this one is basically made up of of the entire LGBTQ community. I mean, you have trans actors in this one, non-binary actors, uh, uh, gay actors, bi actors, lesbian actors—like it's—it's a real cornucopia of people in this film, and it really—it's—it really like hit me in the heart. It's like a really well done film, uh, beyond being a rom com, which is something that usually doesn't resonate with me, but this one works really well. I really liked it.
0: Steve Stebbing. has a blog too, by the way. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Hocus Pocus Two. It's a remake time. Gilbert? Where did you get that candle? We have to get out of here. The witches will be here any second.
1: Ah! The, the book is alive! He woke up? <gasps> if we intend to
0: live past sunrise, we have to steal their souls. Whoa, whoa, whoa wait. Can we talk about this? No. <laughs> it's not really remake, more reboot, nope. but it's not really a reboot, but it's just been a really long time.
1: Yeah, it's been almost 30 years and this is a a sequel, like a long gestated sequel, uh, basically about uh, three teen girls that unwittingly unleash the Sanderson sisters on their Salem town. And it just brings back Bette Midler, Sarah, Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy as the Sanderson sisters. Uh, And they slip back into these roles like it's an extra skin and and that they've uh, had it in their mind for decades now. Uh, And I will say that arguably this is Sarah Jessica Parker's best role. I, I like beyond Sex and the City and all this other stuff she is so much fun in this movie and bet midler you almost she's almost ageless in this movie the energy that she has and it, it's just it was a lot of fun like i was expecting like more of a cash grab being that you know disney plus is trying to um to re just kind of reinvigorate the this this uh hocus pocus franchise and everything but uh it it really 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 works uh, it's funny and it has Kathy Najimy who uh, animation fans will know as Peggy Hill on the King of the Hill and just seeing her again in a movie was really awesome and yeah more of her and stuff please like if any Hollywood people out there are listening cast Kathy, Kathy Najimy and more stuff
0: Steve Stemming leading up to Halloween from the Witches of Hocus Pocus 2 to Dead for a Dollar I'm getting out of here next week. Serve my time.
1: I heard you've been telling people the first thing you were going to do when you walk out of here is get a gun. Look me up. I never killed nobody that wasn't trying to kill me. Stay clear of me,
0: Joe. You do the same. Otherwise, most likely you're a dead man. <laughs> Pardon me. All right, Steve, tell us about Dead for a Dollar.
1: Honour that really doesn't get used a lot these days. So it was really cool to see that they did make a Western and it has Christoph Waltz and Willem Dafoe and Marvelous Miss Maisel's Rachel Brosnahan's in this. And it comes from Walter Hill. And the guy kind of ruled the 80s. I mean, he did The Warriors, 48 Hours, another 48 Hours, then moved into the 90s with uh, Last Man Standing and a bunch of other stuff. Um, And, I mean, he was a producer of Aliens and everything. Like, he had a hold on cinema. But now it feels like he really doesn't have that handle anymore. As, As interesting as the story is, like kind of like a bounty hunter story in the Old West, there's nothing interesting about how this movie was shot the music's really bad even how they're blocking the script doesn't really kind of work or Mm -hmm. add any kind of excitement this movie just kind of happens on screen and there's really nothing to it and when you have willem dafoe and christoph waltz in a movie and you're not enthused with it you got a problem hmm
0: interesting um what the hell should we watch this weekend steve stabbing is our guest and let's get on to the blu-ray selections sound of metal
1: your hearing
0: is deteriorating rapidly we'll come back till then lou we just keep going okay no, lou, no. let's play all. let's see what it's like okay i'm gonna be like a click track you can play to me
1: You understand me? I can't. I'm dead. I'm dead. dead. Uh,
0: Okay. It's not what I thought it was going to be. A little surprised, but there's some film festival connections and stuff here, isn't there?
1: Yeah, because I I originally saw this uh, during the, uh, I think it was the 2020. of uh, Vancouver International Film Festival, the the year that it was uh, virtually done, and um, was absolutely kind of blown away by this film. Uh, it's led by Riza Med, who has honestly not done a film that I have not been on board for. But basically, he plays a heavy metal, heavy metal drummer who is rapidly losing his hearing to the point that he actually does go deaf. Deaf, and he's trying to come to grips with being deaf, but at the same time in denial of it and believing that he can still continue on his life, uh, in excess as it was before. Uh, and this is such a, a deep, uh, character drama. Uh, and I, I mean the deaf community in this, the, a real deaf community in this is kind of portrayed in such an interesting and fascinating way. And the way that, uh, the director and writer, a Darius martyr, um, handles the the audience's perception of going deaf is utterly fascinating. It's got one of the most interesting sound designs I have seen in a movie in years, and now it makes its debut on Criterion Blu-ray, which is exactly where it should be because it's kind of the pinnacle of Blu-ray collectors' items.
0: What else should watch this weekend? Steve Stebbing is our guest. I'm Shane Hewitt, and let's go down to the Mighty Ducks Game Changers season two welcome to Epic All of you were invited here because you are the best of the best What I want to know is can you be better Do you want to be a legend no! oh, oh, oh. I he a trash So you know where a trash can yes. is I'm sorry who are you who are the mighty ducks the mighty All right. So the original from so long ago is the magic still alive. Steve Stebbing.
1: You know, I- I'm going to be really honest about this one. It's it's very Disney channel and it's very much made for the kids, but I am still hopelessly addicted to this show. I, I really enjoyed season one. Uh, season two has a whole bunch of hurdles to get over though, uh, because uh, due to uh kind of covid protocol circumstances and everything uh Emilio Estevez left the show like he is not involved with season two at all so they've had to write around that so basically they're sending the Ducks to a hockey camp that's run by a, a Josh Demel's character who I was really happy to see uh, appear in this one because I really like him as, as an actor um, but it's still got that style and it's it, it still has those cameos from the original Ducks that show up here and there um, and yeah I, I mean it's just fun to watch with the family and Even if the kids aren't into it, I still think it's an entertaining show. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath
0: the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine Podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the great white north and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective.